Introducing K and H Crunch Time. Crunch Time. Hello, everybody. Greetings, fuckers. Hi, we are just kicking it, and we're just kind of fucking going with it today. Once again, we're this is our first official episode. And our segments might be randomized. Hold on for the ride, homies. Yeah, so we're just experimenting, like I mentioned in the last one. But yeah, we figured this would be a great mood boost. We're here to celebrate the day of day of living. Also, if you're smoking with me, load up your bongs now, because you're behind the game. But yeah, we were literally just talking about how we should literally... um. If you've ever seen Monty Python, you should definitely have those coconuts ready for, like, the little, like, horse clacks. We, Monty if, Python and the Holy Grail, specifically. Yes. And I wish we were... I wish we were YouTubers, and maybe one day we might be. But, honestly, for right now, I'm okay with looking like complete garbage. Which I don't right now, but... I'll still look like complete garbage if we go to YouTube. Uh, this takes away the, the anxiety of how we look, though. <laughs> like, we can literally talk however the hell we want. Right? That's true. Why are we stuck on that, though? Uh, I don't We're know. We're so funny. We should be cracking the funnies. Well, we could always try YouTube as well. YouTube's got a bigger audience than Anchor, maybe. Ah, fuck it. I don't care. I'm I don't really care time. either. Um, but, but anyways, um, do you want to introduce what we were going to talk about today? Probably a lot of things, but we're going to start with um, festival do's and don'ts. I know that seems kind of unpopular at the moment, but festivals are actually slowly coming back since everybody's getting their COVID shots, hopefully, and at least I'm vaccinated. I mean, I'm not going to push you to your opinion, but if you're going to festivals, please, please be vaccinated, dude. At least consider it. Yeah, and if you can't get vaccinated for whatever medical reason, we're going to give you a few things that you can do to still keep yourself safe, because... Even if you can't get vaccinated, there's still hope in being safe at festivals for you and for everyone around you. Whether it means being safe on drugs, being safe to not get sick, or uh, bringing an open chapstick inside, because that's often a problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She brings up a great point, because honestly, what people do, sharing drinks, definitely don't share drinks and don't share chapsticks. Um, people tend to forget that a lot of the times, especially when they're intoxicated, because yeah. They won't bring enough water, so... And a lot of people will say, oh, fuck it, I'll have the stranger's water, you know, because they're offering it to me. Which is fine if it's unopened, but if they hand you a water they've drank off of, dude, you don't know what they have. You're at a festival, you're not going to be like, hey, by the way, do you have mono, even though you're about to save my life while I'm on drugs? No. Bring hella water, and if not, always make sure that you know where the watering stations are on the map before you go in. That's the reason they give you those damn maps, dog. You wanna no make, other reason. You want to make sure you know where your water's coming from, too. Not saying you have to be super anal about it and talk to the people at the festival who work there, but, um, you know, in this day and age especially, you can't fully trust people. Not saying you shouldn't, but a lot of people don't even realize that they have COVID, so... Um, That's a good point. I'm pretty sure that I've had COVID before, but I'm I'm good now. That was a long time ago, and it sucks. But I have been lucky enough not to get COVID through all this. Yeah. Have you seen the new studies coming out though, saying that um, some compounds in hemp are helping block getting COVID? Really? Yeah, it's like helping block COVID from entering your system. It's not like, I guess, all over the news yet, but I've been seeing it online 
that scientists have been doing some weird research studies to see what, like, keeps certain people from getting COVID without getting vaccine. And a huge part of it was using hemp, like hemp products, smoking weed, using edibles. There's a compound in hemp that, like, somehow kind of puts a wall in your immune system to COVID. I'm not going to say, like, fucking depend on that. Don't be, like, smoking joints and be like, oh, I don't need to get vaccinated. That's not the point. I've met people like that before, too. Yeah. Those people that think they're immune no matter what. And gosh darn, five minutes goes by fast. We almost already hit our five-minute mark. I don't really care. We've been. But, yeah, we've barely even gotten into what we were going to talk about. So I guess you could say, like, my first... I'm just going to say one thing and then we'll just bounce off each other um that's how we always do it yeah for sure so i guess when it comes to festivals is honestly planning and being prepared and if you're like Kay over here who bring tea she she, you be you come prepared but in a different way but we prepare for comforts yes i'm talking yeah i'm talking teas flashlights fans Baby wipes, dog. Baby wipes. Baby wipes for makeup, for glitter, for, you know, unfortunate bathroom happenings, for weird smears, and for shit you might step in on the way through the festival. Yeah, I'm not even talking, like, like, you'll be surprised what you end up needing. You could use a roll of duct tape for your tarp, or even miscellaneous items. Always bring a spare tire if you're driving. Always, always make sure you have a ready spare tire on you if you're driving. I have been the person before that was like... Oh, dog, I'll be fine. I don't need fluids. I don't need a fucking tire. You know what happened? Blew my head gaskets in Washington. H and I got fucking stranded there for five days. My grandpa had to come tow our ass back to Oregon. Was it really five days? Five days, (laughs) yes. You know, we honestly, we should tell that story. Oh, yeah? Let's start this day. (laughs) Okay. Paradiso preparation. (laughs) Yeah, here's, this is... This is basically one of our, well, it's one of my top experiences for how I learned. Yeah, same, though. So, we were kind of prepared. We had bought our tickets, what, a couple months before, something like yeah. that. Super Three or four prepared. months before. You kind of have to for a lot of big festivals because they sell out quickly, you know. Yeah, that sucked, though. It, it completely blew donkey dick. You know why? <laughs> because what happened was I was under an automated payment for my tickets. And what happened, dun dun dun, is they the the venue ended up selling my ticket to somebody else and not letting me know that my automated payments weren't going through. So right as me and Kay were about to go to the festival, literally my ticket wasn't available. It had been sold. So we had been like, what? We had like a panic attack. And this attack. was within days of the festival. No, it was the day of. No, it was three days before, because I remember two nights before, I spent the night at Isabel's, and you were trying to buy a ticket from somebody offline. I was printing out maps from there to Washington I thought it was the day of. We were printing off the ticket. Uh, no, that was... Because we still left the day before. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, we got there the day before, and amazingly, let me just throw this out there. I'm sorry to know that you got scammed. Not once. Twice, folks. She literally got scammed twice for fucking tickets. That is something that that they should know about, too. Scalpers. Yeah. You need to be really careful knowing where your tickets come from for scalpers and having a guarantee you can actually get them. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like, make sure you meet in person before anything. And if you do, bring a friend. Text people your location, maybe. I mean, you just want to be careful. I'm not trying to sound paranoid, but... 
there's some pretty sketchy people out there, and um, they'll do anything for a dollar. Yeah, and honestly, you got scammed twice for one trip. I don't think that's paranoid. I think that's like learning the hardest thing the hardest way, man. Which we learned a, hard, a lot of hard lessons on that trip. Amazingly, on the way up there, like the whole drive up to Washington, this like fucking, what, 10, 12-hour drive from where we were, we go up to Washington this whole time, H is on the phone, mail, emailing all these fucking different people, trying to see if we can get her a festival ticket, because at the time, I had a festival ticket for these shows, and she did not. So we were going to split days on this festival ticket just to get in the gates, just keep trying to get a ticket, but and then, amazingly, but, she did get one. No, what was amazing was the fact that we got it, like, an hour before the gates opened. Literally. We were wandering through the fair to meet somebody's friend who had like this person who was selling her the tickets had gotten stranded at an airport couldn't make the show was in like fucking new orleans or something had a friend who did go to the festival so had us go meet the friend to get the virtual ticket who was in the festival they were all really cool too they were like French so braiding cool. their hair and stuff and i was like the fuck i don't have skills like that that's cool <laughs> shit they had this big ass like Freaking tapestry tent. All those girls were bitches. I always think I look cute, but you know when you braid it, but you don't braid it close to your scalp, so like it looks like a bump it. <laughs> <laughs> you look fucking retarded. I look like that anyway because so I can't French braid my own hair. Like I get the concept, but for some reason I like do not compute when I'm it's doing hard. it. It's hard. You can't see the back of your head, man. Exactly. So I like try to regular braid it, but the way that I have to do it because my stupid flappy arms get tired as I flip my hair over. I like put it in a ponytail, right? Like a high one and i'll flip my hair over and i'll start braiding it upside down and then when i flip it back it's like this much higher and i'm like what the you shit always, is this you could always do it like a back like a messy like one in the back yeah and i could totally but i don't think of that at the time i'm usually like oh i got away i got an idea you know <laughs> so i flip it over and it ends up being two inches taller at the top and then i'm like look like a fucking cheerleader <laughs> this is goddamn ridiculous this is not the look i was going for in the slightest but to be continued, sorry about that. that was oh, yeah, sorry. Random. Off note. <laughs> okay, so I am going to skip a couple chapters ahead to when we were leaving. Um, when we were leaving, Krista's actually the best one to tell oh. tell how what happened when we were leaving because this <sighs> happened to her car. My first car that I had, like, a week. I had it a week's time at this point. I got my license just in time to go up to this fucking show because I was a late bloomer getting my license. I didn't get it till I was like 18 or some shit. So when I got it, freaking, or no, I get it, I don't know. When the fuck ever I got my license. Uh, I got the license like a week before, got the car a week before, barely got any miles in around town, barely had anything figured out. Nobody told me how to check my fluids. Yeah, sounds obvious, sounds dumb. We're My like, dumbass was very excited. You were 18, though. And I was so, I was super stoked. I had been the first big purchase of my life. I spent $300 on a festival ticket. We were going out of state. Man, I was so excited for this adventure. I didn't even fucking think about it. I don't regret nobody it. Nobody fucking... I don't either. But nobody fucking told me how to check my fluids. So I had no point no freaking antifreeze in this thing. Had no idea that it was so low on antifreeze and oil. And we went all the way up to Washington with it. So by the time we're leaving, it was on overheat on the, the engine gauge. And I was like, okay, it's overheating. You know, we'll stop the car for a half hour. Do that five times later. We're barely out the fucking, like, out the gates because the line is so long. And I'm like, there is a problem. Washington highways, if you've ever been on them, have a speed limit of like 70, 75. 
it's fucking insane to me because as much as I'm a lead foot, I'm definitely not ready for that. We're also from Oregon, so that's a little different. We drive slow as shit here. Well, a lot of us are stoned. So, fucking, more than that, <laughs> fucking my car, everybody's flying past me at 70, right? My car, pedals to the metal, will not fucking go over 30 miles an hour. The gauge is at the top of the heat. There's smoke coming out. I am calling my mom fucking on this highway at 30 miles an hour crying at 18 just like i have no idea what's going on she's like dog you need to pull over you need to put fucking antifreeze in the engine so we're google tutorialing this shit because Haley was the brave one and she was the one that undid the radiator cap and shit because i was afraid did i, I? Know it was gonna yeah you were the brave one and you fucking did it with literally like a sweater or some shit <laughs> i was so proud that, of I her thought that was you nope it was you man you were the brave one on that trip and i was so proud of you but i was so nervous well it didn't solve the problem we spent all the rest of the money we had to get both antifreeze the first time and then figured out later down the hill when we got to yakaba yakima yeah and yakima. on top of that though we used water all of our water before that or like at least most of it until yeah. we actually got to a town because we didn't have fucking antifreeze at the time so we had to go buy antifreeze I mean, and we were still like 20 miles outside i mean of the town. dude i was i think we were both i was i just turned 19 you were 18 like it was something like that no we were both 18 so it's like it was like all the money we had on us yeah we were broke as shit so yeah. it's like we tell this story like all the time i feel like but i think it's because i really felt like we grew a lot after that like we were exposed to so much in such a short amount of time and yeah we don't I, like include all the gruesome details a lot of the time when we tell this either like when we got to yakima we found out my radiator had fucking holes in it and on sunday in yakima after a festival in basically fucking festival underwear we had to find somebody who could replace my goddamn radiator with next to no money on a Sunday in Yakima. Yeah, it was on a Sunday. Get that? It's always on a Sunday when there's like, I think one, of course. St one store was open a little bit. It was the fucking Quickie Mart that we ended up dying in the goddamn red light thought, across from. I thought there was an actual place we'd order from, but I could be wrong. Yeah, because the dude who helped us, the place that was open was two towns over. And the guy who ended up helping us was like at a fucking... Uh, like a mechanic shop down the street that was barely open for another hour. We got so lucky. We were like, oh my god. So we go in and we ask him and he's like, sure, I have to go get this part for you though. Yeah. So we wait while he drives two fucking towns over and gets this part and comes back with this goddamn radiator tank. Takes the last of our money and puts it in. Which at the time, while we were there, as much as it was like a screwed situation, we ran into this lady named Andy. And she was cool as fuck. Andy was ratter than shit. She used to be a mechanic. And when she ran into us there, she was kind of looking through the problems in the car just to be helpful. And she was like, hey, um, I'm going to stay at a hotel up the street if you guys ended up wanting to get a room together or whatever so we can figure out your car. And Which... yeah, it was, I will admit I was really scared about that. I was too. Because, I was pretty sketched out at first. Because but... we didn't know her. And, of course. And still to this day when I look back, we had no other choice. We were literally in another state, and Krista didn't mention this, but we couldn't afford a tow truck because insurance only covered it in Oregon. Oh, yeah. So we Fuck had yeah. to have her grandparents come all the way down from Oregon to Washington with a trailer. Like, I can't believe we yeah. made, like, almost every mistake in the book for that. Oh, trip. yeah. We forgot fluids. We didn't check them. Didn't have a spare tire. You didn't know that, but I didn't have a spare tire, which is why I advertise that so strongly. Because if our tire would have blown, we would have been so much more royally fucked. Like, fucking, 
But Andy was cool as shit. We got super lucky. Not everybody's going to get that lucky. Please, please prepare. Bring your fluids. Bring your fucking spare tire. Bring hella water. Bring a little bit of stash money. If you're going to a festival, maybe a month before time, try to put away a few bucks here and there. I know it sounds like it's just a little bit of tediousness, but it really might save you. If something were to happen, if you need emergency services, if you need a tow, if you need food... You need gas. You never know what can happen. You would be amazed, dude. You know what happened? Every time I've gone to a festival, almost every time, I've seen people who have actually had it worse than us. And you know why? Yeah, like those kids who crashed on the way there. Yeah, we saw, we've seen people crash on the way there. And on top of that, we even saw... I, I've seen people that were straight up left by their friends. Oh, yeah. Like, left at the festival, and they, oh were, my God, they yeah. needed a ride back over state. Yeah, they would literally have a sign that said... Friends left me, need ride to Oregon, Idaho, fucking one of them was Alaska. Somebody left this dude and they lived in Alaska. He had to go to catch a ferry and he was trying to have somebody get him a ride to this fucking ferry. Oh, it's horrible. It's I horrible. know. I felt so bad. There was a lot of people from Canada there. There's a ton of people like right over from Canada mm. that came over, I you noticed. Know, honestly, this could be another segment for sure. There's so many tips that we could offer, I think, when it comes to this. In my opinion, I mean not trying to be all serious on you guys it's just it's so important and i've seen so many dipshits when i go out to festivals <laughs> that i'm just like amazed yeah dude dipshits as far as the eye can see like festivals are great because fine asses and fishnets as far as the eye can see but also dipshits <laughs> as far as the eye can see who do stupid things that you couldn't even believe so you have to be ready especially because I know this is random, but I believe when we were there, the first night, we saw three people get taken away by the Red Cross people, who, like, had to come into there. One kid had a seizure when he was first there. He, like, got, I don't know, he didn't know that he was epileptic or something, and the flashing lights put him into a seizure. That might have been good to know. Not his fault, but might have been good to know for that poor kid. Then a whole bunch of people, like, way overdid it, got taken into the the Red Cross tent for, like, overdoing it on drugs, not bringing water, That's not feeding themselves. That's a good point. Don't go too hard on them. It's, I've seen so many people that go too hard, and it's not even day one. Yeah, exactly. Pace yourself is the best thing that we can tell you for festivals, is always pace yourself. Obviously, pros know that. Anybody who's been to more than two or three or five festivals, like, you don't even fucking need to hear that. But, like, for people who are super excited for the first adventures of your life... Please pace yourself, because it sounds so much fun going balls to the wall, but when you're in a Red Cross tent, and you don't know how to say your name, you have no idea where you are, and your fucking friends aren't there, it's a scary moment. You might have to have something on you, which, a good backup idea is bracelets, the candy bracelets that you make. I saw somebody, when we went to Paradiso, have a candy bracelet with their name and phone number on it. Really? Yeah. So that in case they something happened, if they got lost, if they got into the Red Cross tent or whatever, they had their name and phone number. The friends had them, too. I thought it was really cute. Oh, that's a great <laughs> like, idea. What the hell, I've never dude? even heard of that. Dude, I thought I, it was so fun. I, that brings me to a story. I actually have been taken to the Red Cross tent before. Um, this wasn't for the same festival. Um, <coughs> thank God. But, but back then, I was... <coughs> I, I still struggle with this from time to time, but back then, I didn't understand my limits or my boundaries. I didn't understand how intoxicated I could, could be or should be, and the correct answer is probably not even intoxicated for me back then because I overdid it, but I 
decided to do some recreational drugs. I was super young. This was years ago. And what happened was, was my jaw started to shake uncontrollably. Like, it, was look, it looked like my face was, like, seizing out. What the fuck? I started to lose my motor skills so in my fucking face. terrifying. It was. It looked like it was off its hinge. And I also have TMJ, so it basically means... Well, it's fucking confusing. Google it. Like, yeah, I was like, I have never fucking heard of that. It, it means I basically have jaw issues. Okay. Is it like a stiffness or is it like TMJ is, is when you literally, like, you get a clicking in your jaw and it locks into place. Whoa. And then, like, it also... Like a pit bull. Yeah, it pops. You can actually hear it and feel it. Oh. Whoa, dog. Feel it. You can feel it right here. Gross. I don't want to. That'd be like feeling a baby yeah. when somebody's pregnant. But anyways, I got taken... <laughs> Sorry, I'm not down for that. It creeps me out, man. I got taken literally to the emergency tent because literally she thought that I was too intoxicated to, like, even stand because I had been sitting, which I was. <laughs> but... <laughs> like, which I was. But I was begging her, almost crying, wondering, can I please... I please go back to the festival? I was about to cry. Oh. And she was like, yeah, of course. Just take it easy. And I was in, I was intoxicated for the rest of the night, if you're wondering. But yeah, that's my story. Oh my god. Jeez, dog. A good thing that I think might be a fun idea, too. I know this is kind of random, but if any of you have ever been at a festival or at a concert, especially if you're doing things like recreational drugs, which I'm not shitting on, I love doing it too, but if you're doing these things, any of you bastards have ever had a panic attack on the shit, it's fucking horrible, especially when you're in a sea of people and everybody's moving, there's loud sounds everywhere, there's a lot of lights. I was thinking of a good way to kind of help center someone. You know that fidget toy that Addison has? They're like little poppet fidget toys they have for kids now. Dude, that would be a great thing for people to bring to festivals if they have anxiety issues and they feel like they might get overwhelmed with the crowds or the drugs or anything. It's a great way for center. It's a great way to for mindfulness because it allows you to focus in on what you're like literally doing in the moment. Yeah, so you don't feel so overwhelmed with all the people yeah. and stuff. Because, man, I remember when we were at DSO and I had a panic attack in the fucking crowd. I'm like, I was on acid and it was like during fucking keys and crates or something which was amazing yeah but i remember just sitting up at the top of this fucking hill during keys and crates for like an hour Haley like led me out of the crowd like sat me up on a hill got me water i was like losing it i didn't realize how much time had passed by but i think if we had had something random like that like a, a little fidget toy maybe it'd it would have prevented us a yeah. little bit of irritation. I feel like we learned... I feel like we grew a lot for that trip. I know we're kind of bouncing yeah. around, but there's just a lot to discuss when uh, we there's think of this stuff. There's a lot to learn. Bring a map of the city that you're in, whether it's on your phone or on your hand oh, or I got a good wherever. one. I got a good one. What? Okay. One more thing. If you're trying to find your way back to your campsite and it's dark, put a flag up, put some lights up, 
Ooh, a reflective sticker. Yes. That would be great to put on the, like, the flags and the, because everybody has, like, tapestries we and stuff. We never did that. No, we did not. I literally walked around the fucking, oh my god, <laughs> I had one of those, so I had a Pontiac at <laughs> the time, right? And I had one of those where you click the button, it goes beep beep, and you can beep the trunk open. I was just walking around clicking this button desperately for <laughs> two miles through the fucking campsites, just hoping that I would hear beep beep, <laughs> and then it would be my car. Dude, it's so oh sad, though. I even thought about getting, like, glow-in-the-dark paint and doing little arrows like Labyrinth. Yeah, or just... hanging glow sticks or something would be smart, maybe. Yeah, we never yeah. did that. Yeah, we're not very smart sometimes. No, we just didn't We're think smart about now. It. There's just a lot to consider when you're going somewhere other than your house. Very true. Oh, also, I watched Labyrinth for the first time the other night. I was really present for pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I never got to watch Labyrinth. I saw, like, ten minutes of it in my life before, and I was really disappointed. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I know. Bowie at his finest, man. Yeah. And I mean that for sure. Bowie is, Bowie is fine as fuck. Like, all the way into his old age, fine as fuck. But, just saying, fucking, that movie was pretty great. And we have The Dark Crystal, too. I'm excited to watch that, because I've never seen that either. My dad got him for us. There's so many puppets. Fucking, <laughs> they're Jim Henson movies. What the fuck do you expect? He's the Muppets creator, man. He's basically okay, a man full okay. of nothing but puppets. <laughs> do you want to close the segment, or do you want to do you want to make another one? Yeah, think? we could probably end this segment and move on to something that's a little less festival than drugs. That's probably smart. But anyways, it's been a pleasure talking to our two listeners. <laughs> but we're having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun. I don't know about Kay, but I'm not. I'm having a great... Oh, I'm having a great time, and I wanted to add something here. We have a weekly PSA segment that we wanted to introduce, and you know, this week's weekly PSA is use your goddamn blinkers. I know that you know they're there. I know you do. (laughs) I know that that sounds harsh, but motherfucker, you do not get a license without being taught where each fucking blinker is, and if you bastards don't start using them... My head's gonna explode. I'm so tired of people in this town not using blinkers. No, what I hate is when they turn them signal. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, really? I had no idea you were going left, seeing as you already turned. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Fucking dicks. It just drives me nuts. That's one thing I'm always very anal about. Like, I don't really, I mean, I know I'm kind of a lead foot when I drive, but I'm always with my blinkers. And you know what? It's been so many sacks of crap lately cutting in front of me, no blinkers and turning off and putting blinkers on after. And I'm like, who the fuck raised you? You kidding me? This is some bullshit. Lack thereof. (laughs) Yeah, like what the fucking... My mom used to startle the shit out of me when I was in the car with her because if somebody didn't use their blinker, she would randomly just go, is your fucking arm broken? Like while they were driving, when I was like quietly taking a hit and dozing off into space or something, you know? Scared the fuck out of me, but it made me laugh every time because I'm like, yeah. She's fucking right. Is your goddamn arm broken? Use your blinker. Weekly PSA. It will make your life and all the lives of people around you easier. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings me to my closing statement. Thank you and goodbye. And thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Yo, segment two of the festival tips and pros and cons from K&H. Crunch time! Crunch time! Yeah. So we're a little more organized this time. I know that sounds 
as if ridiculous. Like, we're not always organized, but we're not. We wing it all the fucking time. So, this is a good way to include the things that we didn't include in the last episode of things to actually bring with you to festivals. Shit that is important and, like, can change the outcome of your festival if you need it. You can either make or break your festival experience. Well, not break it, but it makes it more difficult. Yeah. Would you like to start? Yeah. So... We were discussing some uh, some lists, um, some things to bring. So the first thing we have is extra chapsticks. So I think we put the, or Kay put that on the list specifically for sanitation, obviously. Actually, and then more than that, though, I don't know if you remember. Oh, we didn't say last time too. Paradiso that we were talking about is a large three-day music festival for EDM that was usually held in Washington. Um, but in large festivals like Celesai Festival and fucking Paradiso and, you know, like Shambhala, a bunch of stuff like that, a lot of the times they won't let you bring in pre-opened water bottles and chapsticks in case you had put something in them. So you're probably going to need one for back at camp and at least one or two unopened ones for the festival if you're going to be there for several days in case you need chapstick to bring in. it it adds it adds up so fast oh my god so make sure you bring extra money like Kay mentioned you know so yeah another some other things that we were talking about would be hand sanitizer and extra masks so i would say that hand sanitizer is important because i know this sounds silly but there's not always going to be soap for one actually there's seldomly soap being refilled at the festival or hand sanitizer even in the like the porta potties yeah so you got to be prepared because you're probably not going to want to go into the porta potty and touch everything in there aside from the obvious you know shaking people's hands and touching vendors and stuff like that but or cash cash handling gets dirty too dude cash handling gets really dirty but you might end up needing it for that or if you get some cuts and scrapes and stuff it's a great thing to have a little hand sanitizer on you i know it's gonna suck for a second but it means that you won't get infected at a festival for something small and dumb (laughs) that would be stupid but yes it would suck dick (laughs) like you know (laughs) then for extra masks like pretty self-explanatory i lose those fucking things all the fucking time dude all the time yeah, so it's definitely, like, honestly, if you want to stop by, like, yeah. fucking Dollar Tree, Walgreens, Walmart, and shit, you can buy, like, a whole ass box for a buck or two that have 20-plus masks in them for you and all your homies, fucking clip them on your bag or whatever. I know you bastards are going to be bringing, like, fanny packs and bags and stuff, which is another very important, useful thing, so that you can have all your shit on you. Whether it's your ID, your money, your mm. tickets, your chapstick, your water, shit like that. That brings me to another point we should have mentioned. Secret what? pockets. And also putting Ooh, your fanny... yeah. Yeah, secret pockets, you know, not just security reasons, honestly. Like, if you're trying to get through security, okay, do, do your thing. But I'm saying, if you don't want people to steal from you, pickpocket you, if you don't want to lose stuff, keep it in your belt line. Or even get, like, a fanny pack and flip it towards your belly. Yeah, that way you can see it, because honestly, I've definitely seen people pickpocket fanny packs that were around the back and shit. I've had people try to pick my bag while behind me before. See? And that that shit scares the fuck out of me. Also, a good thing to have what you... I mean, everybody brings the bags, but what you usually forget is that you're gonna get fucking hungry. And if you don't get hungry because you're on drugs or whatever, you're still gonna need some food. (coughs) Sorry, I just took a bong hit. Um, well, yeah, the festival food's expensive, too. It's really expensive. It's fucking arm and a leg to get literally, like, a goddamn hot dog or something. Like and they tw- don't have options for everybody. Like, it's, if you're a vegetarian no. or whatever shit. 
It's like $12 for chicken strips. Literally. Like, you want a salad, you are fucked. You're going to wait in a half hour line. You're going to pay 15 bucks for a salad. So a good thing to do is bring things that are high protein, high fiber, high energy, small mobile snacks. Granola bars. Packaged. Or, yeah. Packaged snacks, obviously. Like granola bars and fucking there's some cool healthy Pop-Tarts now. Shit like that. Fucking dried <laughs> fruit. Dude, yeah, I saw him and I was stoked. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm a Pop-Tart fiend. Are you shitting me, dog? <laughs> Trail mix, stuff like that. It's a really good way to make sure that you don't end up in the Red Cross tent and you don't end up paying an arm and a leg for a dumbass hot dog that tastes like shit. Yeah, that's not my favorite thing in the world. Even though it, it tastes like a million bucks when you're intoxicated, you'll regret it later. <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe for five seconds, dog, until it comes back up. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Ooh, baby wipes. And yeah. I, I just came up with another reason why you should get baby wipes. And this is for people that actually understand this. And I think you will too. Wiping down the seats and the porta potties. Oh my God, yes. Holy fuck. People have been shitting. I'm, I'm sorry for being so crude. But people, I've literally seen people shit and pee everywhere in a porta potty, even on top of the, like, the toilet yeah. and everything. On like, the walls, like, on the seat. Those motherfuckers, How which you brings you to, oh my god, I don't know, some talented sick <laughs> bastards, which brings to another great point. This sounds fucking weird, but baby wipes are a great alternative in a porta potty to using something like toilet paper. It's not like putting baby wipes down your toilet at home. It doesn't clog the sewage the same way because they dump it somewhere else. But it's a great thing to have when you're at a festival to have something like extra underwear and baby wipes because you never know what can happen. You never know what you'll sit in. And you cannot trust those motherfuckers shitting on the toilet seats. Dude, you that's definitely such can't. a good point. Such a good point. Because all of the time, like, I don't know about you, but I remember going into a good five, six porta potties that there was, like, no toilet paper right when you walk in and you're just like, well, this is a waste of my time. <laughs> so glad I stood in that line for ten minutes. Oh, dude. You know, so baby wipes are a great alternative to have in your bag in case you're in an emergency and you're like, I have to go now and there is no fucking toilet paper. I'm not going back in another line. Great alternative. And we really don't want to hobo it out and just use, like, the cardboard from yeah, the bus TP, which I've done before and it sucks. And also sometimes somebody already has. Oh, God. <laughs> so then That's you're... disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not number two, thank God. <laughs> yeah, you'd like to hope. But I'm going to actually let you talk about teas and mugs because we're going to... Because you bought that one. You're more of a teas and mugs girl. I'm just, I like the comfort. I've, I think that if you have something at home that's like your regular comfort or like if you want a cup of coffee, if you want, you know, fry a fucking pierogi or something <laughs> like it, if you want a cup yeah. of tea, remember to bring those things. It's worth dedicating a small amount of your storage space to bring pans for cooking, a little tiny camp stove if you can. You know, something like that, because chances are you're not going to be able to make a fucking fire. Please don't light fly fires, like, especially at the gorge where it's all freaking hayfields. Exactly. Like, even places that aren't hayfields, likelihood is you might be restricted from making a fire. So it's great to have something on you, like a camp stove, because if you don't, you may be forced to use your neighbor's barbecue like we were at one point. That's so sad. That was really sad. I literally traded in bracelets and tea for us to use his fucking barbecue. Humbling. But... Yeah, very humbling, but I did bring mugs and tea bags for that, which did make the difference because it's hot enough that yeah. you can literally pour fucking bottles of water and in there also, it's and perfect. set it for two minutes. It's perfect for anxiety. It, it is. It really is. It's so perfect for anxiety, and I, I, God, I, like, live anxiety, like, I swear to God. 
And if you're having a panic attack, you don't <laughs> you don't have to be intoxicated to have a panic attack. Of course but, not. Like if you're overstimulated by noises and colors and people talking and walking past you and fucking oh my god. And if you're introverted like I am, you need little bits and you need time and space just to be little like, pieces of comfort. Just quiet. You just need to be with yourself without constant noise sometimes. Yeah. And so I think that what Kay said, tea is perfect for that. So. You know, I think you put a good idea on there too. Um, you put aromatherapy things. What is yeah. this aromatherapy thing that you can bring for? Well, I was thinking like you could bring roll-on sticks, or you can bring oh. like literally sticks, like peppermint sticks, to rub on your temples. Oh, or your neck. for when you're getting migraines and stuff. From yeah, the drugs and the noise and the you know the honestly the loudspeakers. Fuck, yeah. man. That's a great idea. Ooh, I was yeah. thinking fidget toys, but aromatherapy is so much smarter. What the hell? Hell yeah, Dude. bring a rub on or something if you can. That might help you with some migraines there, and it might help you center yourself a little bit. Dude, you can even make a mix to help soothe. If you have an upset stomach or you're having issues breathing, you can even make your own mixes and do it that way. That's a great idea. Yeah. Which is also where teas can come in. Teas and aromatherapies often go hand in hand with comfort and usefulness for things like festivals. It's that little piece of home. To yeah. keep you feeling like you're not in this freaking strange jungle filled with loudspeakers. I feel like it's very underrated, too, and I feel like it needs more attention sometimes. Because I used to underrate it myself. Yeah. And then I actually gave it a shot and wasn't so closed-minded, and it worked out. Yeah, honestly, I was really excited to kind of start trying random aromatherapy stuff, just like burning oils around here. It really yeah. did help the difference of, like, relaxing me versus waking me up and calming me down and things. Oh, which... um. Going with the jungle full of loudspeakers, H mentioned do not forget to bring a speaker box because when you're back at camp, there's not always going to be music that you like and your phone speaker might suck dick. So yeah. maybe bring a, like a little speaker, like a little Bluetooth speaker or something for when you're back at camp and you want to listen to your own music, getting ready for bed, starting the day, getting ready for the festival, whatever it is. Or even solar powered lights. I was thinking about that. If you don't have batteries, oh, yeah. get solar powered lights and a flag for your campsite. Do you Ta remember that blow up too. solar powered lantern that my dad gave me for Paradiso? It was like cylindrical. It looked like a fucking can. I still have it and it has a little solar strip on top and it's a collapsible one you literally just like blow it up that's like so a cool. fucking balloon it's so cute and i said it the whole time we were there i kept setting it like in oh. the front of my car headlamps yes if you can bring a headlamp bring a headlamp great idea lights in general please don't forget your lights i have not at a festival before but i've gone like on an adventure camping before yeah. and because i was planning to be on recreational drugs Neither I or any of the other dumb motherfuckers who went with me thought to bring lights. Literally, like, none of us fucking thought to bring lights. So we were sitting in the dark with no fire, just like, what the hell are we doing right now? <laughs> so please don't forget, bring a little lantern, bring a fucking tiny candle set or something. Whatever it is makes you feel like you're not going to be stumbling. That's a good idea, too. The Dollar Tree has great fucking flameless candles. Shitloads of them. Um, I think we mentioned this stuff before, but... Kay said car fluids, chargers, and, um, you know, general, making sure to check your vehicle before you go on a trip, general maintenance, yeah, have spare tire. gas, even if you can afford it, have someone look at your vehicle before you go on a big trip, because that's what <coughs> I've done. Um, and I know some people are probably saying, oh, that's just overboard, but trust me, it's not. <laughs> it's yeah, not. man. It's a good idea, especially if you have to travel 
out of state for whatever reason, like we did. And uh, something that H probably knows very well, sunscreen and aloe are a great and very important thing to bring with you when you go to any festival or show in the sunshine or in the snow, because snow can also reflect enough light to give you sunburn. I'm Keep a, in mind. I'm going to be fucking real with you guys. It doesn't feel good to burn until you bleed. So keep in mind, don't be, don't assume that the, the stores there will have enough aloe vera and sunscreen for you because they didn't for us. Yeah. And I got to a point where my shoulders were bubbling up and bleeding. As were your legs. So they were. Your garter burns, remember? Oh, those were hurting. Fuck, you had such bad garter burns. Those are, I think, the what usually people would see from across the way and go, oh my I, god, I, you need aloe, and you're like, no shit, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it hurts <laughs> so bad, so bring, I hate people, well, no, sorry, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like when people are anti-sunscreen, like, those hardcore anti-sunscreen people. Like, yeah, what the hell is with that? It's weird. Sunscreen can save lives, man. I am a hardcore believer in sunscreen. I don't use it that often because I suck and I'm lazy, but to be honest, like, I have it. I always have it on hand because it's smart. It's very but useful. Don't get me wrong. Graham, Graham, who is, I guess he's my boyfriend, and then Krista, her fiancé, Kyan, who both don't really wear sunscreen. They so get dark in the summer, so those bastards are like, eh, it'll be fine, and we're like, are you kidding me? Yeah, they both tan. Me and Krista don't really tan. Yeah, we're like pasty and we're just like, you fucking bastards. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. But, um, we're gonna, oh yeah, what to include in your backpack or fanny pack when you're going into a festival. And I was gonna say, you know, stick to the basics and keep it simple. Don't overthink it like I do. Krista always knows this. Um, package, snacks, water. Sanitizer sanitizer chapstick masks masks sunscreen if you can whatever drugs you're taking <laughs> fans <laughs> it's worth knowing or even like, a, something to a fidget spinner something yeah. to keep you some type yeah. of fidgety toy obviously bottled water um something else that's good too um is i know this is going to sound weird but if anybody out there reads the labels on shit, start reading the labels on gums and Tic Tacs before you go to festivals. Because if it has something called xylitol in it, it will help you produce spit if you're somewhere between water sources. Oh. You have badass cotton mouth and you really need some help, make sure you carry something like gum or Tic Tacs that have xylitol in them. It'll help it. Do not feed anything with xylitol in it to your pets. It will kill your pets. Some peanut butters are now being produced with xylitol in it. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Check your ingredients, people. That's good to know, actually. I've been feeding my dogs peanut butter. Yeah, definitely check the ingredients. Xylitol can kill animals. Um, I guess, of course, earbuds. Because, honestly... Oh, yeah. Sorry to bounce back like that, but... No, that's smart. Um, earbuds are the shit. No, you don't realize how, how loud people can get when you're trying to sleep and turn off your brain. Oh my god. Uh, or even when you're in the festival, sometimes yeah. you don't realize how loud those loudspeakers get. I suggest weed to help you sleep, honestly. You're gonna Fair be, enough. Like, you're... And weed and earbuds. Or just something to, to relax your system. I wouldn't recommend, really, pills, because they can kind of throw off your, like, circadian rhythms, but... Um, like chamomile tea would be a good yeah. alternative. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, lavender aromatherapy things. You have something like that. 
Oh, name tag in case of the Red Cross. That's what that says. Like the bracelets and stuff. Or if you just have like your ID on you, keep your ID on you or something in case something happens and you end up in the Red Cross tent. It's great to be able to have identification in case you can't speak or if you're unconscious or whatever happens. It's great to have identification because you never know when somebody will need it. I thought of two different things. Get a wallet clip if you can. That's smart. And then also get a get one of those um almost like those rock climber keychains, not really keychains. Oh, uh, they're I don't remember what they're called, but you can use it. Hairbangers or whatever. Kai uses them for his fucking wallet chain. You can use that for your car keys and attach it to your backpack and you will be able to tell if somebody tries to touch your backpack, by the way. Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, your car keys are kind of risky, but like bells and stuff, great idea. The last thing too that I had seen on here was uh I think this was a great list. I think this is actually better than our first segment. I think so, too. I think we did really good. What was the last thing? Oh, toiletry bags. Haley had mentioned toiletry bags are incredibly important. Toothbrushing, tiny mouthwash, whatever the fuck it takes, because, you man... Gotta bring it to, you gotta bring it to the site where you go pee, so you're gonna be carrying all this shit. Yeah, so having a little toiletry bag is really helpful to bring, like, your little mouthwash or your toothbrush or yeah. your fucking hand sanitizer, what the fuck ever it is, like... I don't know, your pads and your adult diapers, what the fuck ever you're using. I'm not going to judge what age you are going to festivals. Like Adult diapers. Fucking yes. whatever you have. I mean, I'm sure they want discretion if you're going to a festival at, like, 70 and you have to, you know, bring some adult oh, yeah. incontinence things. I've like, have the toiletry bag. I just have to bring tampons and pads to the bathrooms all the time during festivals. Yeah. That brings me to one last point. Extra tampons and pads for females. Yes. I get my period every single time I go to a festival. Every single time. Every I get it every time I travel out of my city, and I'm like, oh, I'm cool. So I'm like, fucking start bleeding, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, so that's a great idea if you're a female, always bring extra feminine products, because you never know when your body's going to be like, surprise, bitch. So you better yeah. be prepared. That should be the end of our festival tips and pro ideas section, right? Yeah, that was fucking great. We did good. I hope that helped, and I hope that... Something in there might catch you off guard that you maybe didn't think of before because they're all very important and helpful. We tried to keep to absolute basics, so I hope something in here makes your future festivals a little more enjoyable. And it it takes time. Honestly, it's just you don't realize how much it makes a difference until you actually try it. Yeah. Like, until you end up stranded in another state with half the shit you don't need and you definitely weren't ready for any of it, you may not realize how important it is. But when you get there... Jazz hands. Jazz hands. La la la. Nice talking to you guys. Have a great night, everybody. Goodbye. Deuces.